You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about managing cancer symptoms and its uh, management. Now, we know that cancer patients uh, undergo a lot of stress. And when you add up all the side effects uh, that they also experience with their medication and also their therapy sessions, uh, it's sometimes very difficult to cope. So this morning, we're chatting with registered Chinese medicine practitioner, Keith Kwan, about how to better manage some of these symptoms associated with cancer, uh, such as nausea, pain and tiredness. Uh, Welcome to the program, Keith. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Kwan. Thank you for having me here, Noreen. It's great to meet you. And uh, for our listeners, uh, you can also meet uh, Mr. Kwan on our Facebook page, uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, you'll be able to see and hear him there as well. And feel free to, to weigh in with your own experiences. Um, so we mentioned a, a few of these uh, sort of symptoms, uh, nausea, pain and, and, and tiredness. What is it that causes these sort of symptoms? Uh, part of these symptoms is caused by the cancer itself, but mainly it's due to the treatment that the patient is receiving. Sometimes the patient discovers they have cancer, but they are normally they do not have any symptoms until they go into like body checks and they found out. So the first time they they become anxious about it, but uh, if, uh, when they start uh, receiving therapy, especially chemotherapy, that's when when the the symptoms comes in. Like right after injection, people can feel that oh, it's very nauseous inside, and sometimes they want to vomit. So one of the main symptoms of the cancer treatment side effects, and sometimes surgery do take a part too. Like if you uh, have breast cancer and you undergo breast cancer surgery That's removal, right. and then sometimes uh, when you, uh, the minor surgery is okay, but when you remove the entire breast, sometimes uh, even the lymph nodes it affects your shoulder. Like it makes your upper limb go swelling. We call edema in medical terms, and sometimes it has some like shoulder arthritis symptoms, like frozen shoulder symptoms, where you get painful at night and you can't lift your shoulder up. And those kind of those are the moments that you can need TCM care to help you go through the entire treatment more easily. Yeah, and say for example nausea. How long does that last for? Because it's very debilitating if you feel nauseous all the time. You you, you don't want to move, you don't want to go anywhere. Mm. How long does that last for? Typically, it's right after the every chemotherapy cycle. Like when you after inject after the injection of the drugs, you typically get it one to three days. So normally, you get also get some anti-emetic drugs like mm. anti-vomiting drugs. It will it will help 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 with you a bit. But also, if you can know some acupuncture points in your ear, you can directly put some ears to stimulate that. It can drastically decrease the the incidence of the nausea. There's a, a lot of clinical trials in the US has done it to reduce the chemotherapy nausea. Yeah, another symptom is fatigue. Mm. We often hear how, how tired, well, anybody who is sick is quite tired. Mm. Uh, cancer patients in particular often talk about how tired they are. Is that from the cancer itself or is it from their treatment as well? What's your experience? Uh, it depends on the stage. Like if you, if you are, uh, uh, if you're strong and healthy individual at all and just discovered cancer recently. So in Chinese medicine terms, you said you're she is good. Like uh, we normally do not feel tired after that, but what 
after you start chemotherapy or treatment, it will cause your chi to 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 diminish. So you will feel tired. That and and there's another cases of a scenario that people will get tired is that when they have been a disease for uh, in the later stage of the disease, so our chi is diminished. So that time when you are not even receiving any kind of chemotherapy or other treatment, you can still get tired as well. Yeah. Um. Keith, explain what chi is to some of our mm-hmm. listeners who may not be so familiar mm-hmm. with it. In, in Cantonese, it's hei. So it's, yeah, hei. So well, it's, very good Cantonese. <laughs> so it's air. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you explain it? Uh, it's not like air. It's like some, some kind of energy that pulls all of your physical function inside your body mm-hmm. sometimes. So it's just uh, in in ancient China, we don't have like glucose metabolism, we don't have those energy terms, we just use qi to describe all the things. But the thing that we have to to, to remind us, to, to, to know is that we have qi, uh, when, when we see people with qi deficiency, we give them qi boosting herbs. So it is actually the her- active ingredients of these herbs that gives you the, the effect. So uh, from modern research, we can see that uh, these herbs such as astragalus or ginseng, they can boost your immunity or make, your, uh, make you feel less fatigued, make you less stressed. It is this kind of mechanism that is actually happening to help you cope with the uh, cancer. Okay. Um, and in terms of these symptoms, so th- we, we talked about tiredness, uh, we, we talked about fatigue. What about pain? Is there something that uh, you can take to re- alleviate the pain? Or would you recommend acupuncture, for example, or, or various pressure points? Mm, uh, typically, we, uh, when whether you whether you receive uh, Chinese medicine or not, uh, your oncologist or your doctor will prescribe some painkiller. There are three three steps. The first step is some NSAIDs, some uh, anti-inflammatory drugs, and then if that doesn't work, they will slowly increase to other more potent like opiate opiate like uh drugs for that yes. but that sometimes affects your quality of life people say ah oh, i have pain but eating this drug makes me less painful but uh kind of i zoned yeah, out yeah, i'm from so life. now yeah, yeah i can't even t- talk to my children i can't even talk to my family so these are the good moments that you can rely on chinese medicine so there's a lot of research that had done in US especially. Mm. So people have pain in pain. Uh, they do acupuncture, especially electroacupuncture. What's electric? Uh, so it's using electricity? Yeah. So if you have some acupuncture experience, you see sometimes just put needles in. Some people, when they put needles in, you oh. you put some wires oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So research have found that uh, putting a specific frequency of electricity into acupoints can activate your your innate uh, painkilling system. It inhibits your pain, like uh, natural opioid system that it activates in your body. So you do not have, you have the painkilling effect, but you do not have those uh, sewn outside effects that you take, such as. Is that, is it painful when the electric when the electricity goes through you or do you feel it? It sounds all? like awful, right? <laughs> like electricity, like some like Frankenstein. Frankenstein stuff, yeah. <laughs> But it, it isn't like yeah. Because like, uh, acu- I've tried acupuncture; it's not painful. Actually. It's not painful. You d- yeah, you don't really feel the needles going in. Yes, but when you put the electricity in, it just twitches your body, the muscles. Like oh, okay. So you, like you so you don't feel pain, but you feel, you don't feel movement. Pain, yeah. Okay, and what can that help? Uh, pain management can that help with nausea as well? Actually, all the all the 
all the symptoms that we've managed, they can help. Like acupuncture can help a lot of uh, cancer quality of life uh, perspective. It cannot, uh, it cannot help with your survival. So that's 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 the limitation of that. But uh, whether nausea, fatigue, insomnia, even like hot flashes that people receive, yes. and pain, and it can all helps the in immensely the quality of life of the cancer patients. Yes, we might need to revisit hot flashes and also menopause for for another day, mm. uh, Keith. Uh, we're also live on Facebook. I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three. Uh, we're chatting a little bit about uh, managing cancer symptoms. Symptoms, uh, this morning uh, with Keith Kwan, uh, who's a registered Chinese medicine practitioner. Now, can you share sort of any stories uh, with our listeners uh, that, that perhaps any success cases? By the way, this morning, we're not talking about treating cancer in particular, but sort of managing these symptoms, which can make the quality of life uh Quite uh, quite hard sometimes when you're dealing with with with, with a traumatic uh, uh, disease like uh, cancer. Can you share any sort of stories that you you've or clients that you've helped in the past? Yes, I don't mind sharing because I think it will help a lot of people knowing that. So there's a lot of uh, breast cancer patients in Hong Kong, and some type of breast cancer that's are hormone sensitive. So even after surgery and chemotherapy, they need to take an anti-hormone drugs, whether it's tamoxifen or other aromatase inhibitor drugs, to to reduce the hormone and reduce the recurrence of that cancer. But these kind of drugs, they come with a side effect, like sometimes it hot flashes, hot flashes, which means suddenly they feel so hot in their body and they they have sweats coming out, and most oftenly they affect their joints. Like they have joint pain everywhere. So it's a very common side effects in these breast cancer patients that receive uh, hormone for, hormonal therapy. Because there's such a drop in... Such a drop in hormone. hormone. Like suddenly That's you go into menopause, like boom, click. Yeah. So uh, a patient of mine, she used to do calligraphy. She, she, her only hobby is calligraphy. Now, after after the, um, the breast surgery, her arm is not moving very well, her shoulder, and she takes the anti-hormonal therapy. So joint pain on the shoulder, joint pain in the wrist. So everything. She, she wants to write, uh, do calligraphy to, to, to calm her mind, but she can't even do it. it's such a good mindfulness activity also, calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. it's also been part of her life. Yeah. But uh, so we tried acupuncture with her. So this is a slow process, like the first six to eight sessions, she doesn't feel anything at all. But after eight sessions, she feels, I suddenly, my arm, my shoulder doesn't hurt at night anymore. I can slowly begin to write without it hurting that much. And after, we, we, have, we, have, we have done a lot of treatments, like 10 to 20, uh, like 20 treatments. But after all, she can resume, like, not 100%, but she's like, I'm 70, 70% back to my normal wow. calligraphy. Yeah, so she, she, she was very grateful, and, and I'm very grateful that I can help, that, help her with that, with acupuncture. Yeah, well, that's such an that's such an uplifting story because it it's very debilitating when you can't do your normal everyday yes. activities as well. What about uh, her her sort of energy level? Did it improve as well? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sleep, yeah. Her, not also her sleep. Like like she was very sad and then she's like, why did this happen to me? Why? Am I? But she as she as she begins with the treatment, she sticks with it. Everything like her sleep, her mind, her mood, or 
they all have improvements. Yeah. Um, and what about when, when you uh, want to improve on your qi? Can acupuncture also increase the qi or do you have to take supplements f- for that? Are there any acu points that you can, um, uh, you know, prick to make you sort of more energetic? Mm. You don't even actually need uh, an acupuncture needle. You can do it, just press on the acu points oh. and that works. Okay. There's actually a clinical study done in the... Done in done in a very famous uh, uh, cancer hospital in New York, so it's uh, MSK, like the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. So it's, they did a ton of acupuncture research, and they compared whether it's acupuncture and acupressure to improve uh, fatigue, like tiredness, in cancer patients, and they found out that they both work. Acupuncture works better, and acupuncture acupressure just just rubbing the the acupoint with your hand only that works too yeah. so there are a few acupoints that you can do do with that one is called yin tang yin tang is right in the middle of your eyebrows oh, yeah i'd love for our listeners to, to to head onto facebook okay yeah explain to our listeners what's the difference between just in case acupressure and acupuncture so acupuncture is the one with needles yeah you puncture through your skin yes. with a needle and acupressure is when you use your finger or other 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 material to gently put pressure on the acupoint yeah okay so there's one in the middle of your forehead one in the middle of your forehead one in your arms uh, one in your wrist and one in your belly, one in your leg. So there's about six echo points. You do it every day for six weeks. And then it compares to control group where you do nothing at all. Like acupressure group and acupuncture group, they all have drastic improvement in fatigue. Yeah. Um, that's why I see a lot of like old people when they're walking in the morning and they're doing their morning exercises, they're always pressing different points on their arms and I can see them also tapping yeah. their bodies, activating. Um, we, we've only got a few minutes uh, before the, the, the news, uh, Keith. Um, I want to turn a little bit about sort of palliative uh, cancer pain management because that's mm. sort of at the end stage. Is there much that we can do? in terms of uh, Chinese medicine uh, uh, practice that that can alleviate their pain? Yes, uh, not only the pain is that uh, sometimes they, 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 uh, they, can't like, sleep. Just, uh, they can't sleep and then they rely too much on tramadol or like uh, opioid killing drugs that they have them so now we can just have them reduce pain, reduce pain, increase the clarity to interact with the family, their loved ones. So this is the value that I find most in uh, palliative patient. But we have to keep in mind that uh, we have to look out for their white blood cells. If their immunity is too weak or the blood platelets is too weak, then it's not quite suitable for acupuncture, but we can do massage instead that also works. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you so much for your time and answering all our questions uh, today. And I look forward to inviting you back again next time. Okay. Thank you so much. And we were talking uh, to Keith Kwan from the Heal Medical Group.